Welcome to In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. We have a slightly different focus for this edition of the podcast. If you're an automotive enthusiast like I am, then you know that Motor Trend has just unveiled its car of the year for 2024. And as you probably already know from social media, it's the all-new Toyota Prius. I recently talked with Motor Trend senior editor Aaron Gold about this year's car of the year. Well, you know, uh, we know this is a choice. We've been saying this is a choice that is going to raise a lot of eyebrows because traditionally the Prius is known for fuel economy and not a whole lot else. But, you know, this is a really a new take on the Prius. car has been completely rethought. It's still incredibly fuel efficient, but now it's beautifully styled. And the thing that really surprised us and really clinched it for us is that it's actually engaging and rewarding to drive, which... I got to be honest with you, is not something that we expected from a Toyota Prius. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, just for all transparency, in to- talking about engaging to drive, you're talking to a person whose daily driver is an Indy Miata. So, how <laughs> how engaging is, is this new Prius? <laughs> okay. By your standards, not at all. No, <laughs> um, uh, no. You know, seriously, I don't know if you've driven any of the new Toyotas. Yes. Yes. There was yeah. There was a a, a uh, corporate mandate from Akio Toyota, who is the head honcho, that. The cars had to be interesting to drive, and they developed a new platform called uh, TNGA, Toyota New Generation Architecture. And all the TNGA cars, including the Prius, have really surprised us. You know, there's good steering feel, really nice chassis response, good handling. You know, I mean, the Prius always prioritized fuel efficiency above everything else, including driving joy. They were rolling appliances. And, and Toyota has said, this is the Prius for people who would never consider a Prius. And I think even as a Miata driver, I think you'd, you'd find the car pretty impressive. We certainly did. Yeah. Now, I, I'm old enough to remember and have driven the very first uh, Prius when it rolled off the line. And it was just a, an Econo box that it had weird idiosyncrasies that we we're all trying to get used to because it was yeah. kind of the, the first of its kind. Um, and I, I've, I've ridden and driven in them over the years as colleagues have had, had those. And um, uh, to be honest with you, though, this is the very first one that I would ever consider buying, actually, because it, it actually now looks like the rest of the lineup in the Toyota models. Yeah, I mean, I I remember the first moment I saw it, I think it was at last year's New York Auto Show. I'm like, what is that? You know, I couldn't believe what they'd done to the Prius. It's just such a cool-looking design. And what's interesting, and and you're a car guy, you might be familiar with the term camback, Mm -hmm. which is the basic shape of the Prius. It's the most aerodynamic shape. It's still a camback, but man, it's a good-looking one. Mm-hmm, sure. So what is, I know this one's chock full of, well, it has a standard kind of Toyota new bells and whistles and, and, and fun stuff uh, in it, but uh, what else is part of this car that just really has kind of lifted it above the pack? You know, it, it's really, for us, it's, it's not so much the individual features of the car, although there's a lot that we like. You know, it's the fact that it's able to, to carry out this traditional Prius mission of being the most fuel-efficient possible car. This one is, uh, the basic Prius is EPA-rated for 57 miles per gallon, and yet still has this, this, this platform that makes it so engaging to drive. You know, we love the new version of the, of the Prius Prime, which is the plug-in version. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more powerful. Both of the cars are more powerful than previous Priuses. They've got larger engines. They've gone from 1.8 to 2 liters, 194 horsepower in the regular Prius, 220 horsepower in the Prime. And the Prime now also gives you the option of 45 miles of electric-only driving, you know? So it's a really great choice for people who are, you know, want to get into an electric vehicle but are not sure mm-hmm. they want to make that leap, don't want to deal mm-hmm. with the charging, concerned about long-distance travel. And I think people who buy a Prius Prime and are, are serious about charging it up at night, uh, you know, when they, when they bring it home, I think they're going to be really surprised at, at how little gasoline they actually use. 
Yeah. Well, I can say that just uh, anecdotally, in a rural part of, of Illinois where we are, the Prius has been popular because the, the charging stations are kind of still few and, and far between. So this has been a very uh, practical alternative to those individuals that, that have wanted to be go green in terms of the of the automobile that this one has been very popular over the over the years in terms of uh, toyota overall obviously builds a reliable product how is the reliability of the of the prius and, and this is is this new prius seem to be continuing in, in the direction that they've had with 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 other models yeah toyotas are generally very well-built vehicles you know here in in los angeles where we're based they are extraordinarily popular as taxi cabs. You can imagine why. And I've actually ridden in a few Prius taxis, and they are just as beat upon and smelly as any taxi cab you'll find in New York City. You know, and they pile hundreds of thousands of miles on these things, full throttle all the time, and the cars hold up really well. And even the batteries, you know, which is always a concern, mm -hmm. battery life in the Prius holds up really well. You can, you can really beat on these things, and they will just keep going. Obviously, this this model is 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 out now. What is what are you seeing in terms of of supply and demand for for this vehicle right now? People hear this obviously now it's named car car of the year. Uh, are the are these models on dealer lots or can 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 consumers get them? Well, the supply chain is always a tricky thing, and we can only see what we see locally. You know, I think the Prius, they sell a lot of these cars. They know what the demand is. I mean, Toyota pretty much built the market for the mm -hmm. dedicated fuel-efficient uh, you know, fuel hybrid. They know what they need to do to, to get the cars out there. And I, I, think, I think you'll be able to find it at least as easily as you can find anything else. I think a lot of those supply chain issues that we've seen are, are kind of easing off. Uh, but, you know, all, all bets are off. You know, there was those massive UAW strikes that, that changed everything. So it's, it's my crystal ball goes really cloudy when I try to when I ask it about that. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, you, you mentioned before we got started, that is there, is there another announcement or something else coming out today that, that, uh, that, that you wanted to let folks know about? Well, you know, uh, we're, we're heading into the, uh, the Los Angeles Auto Show. Mm -hmm. An interesting one, you know, because the L.A. show is usually where you find the most cutting-edge, fuel-efficient green cars. Um, we are going to see the debut of the Lucid Gravity, which is a luxury electric SUV that we at Motor Trend are very excited about. The Lucid Air sedan was our, our car of the year last year. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're also seeing new versions of a lot of bread-and-butter cars, new versions of the Toyota Camry, which, by the way, is going to be hybrid only, uh, Hyundai Santa Fe, really unique styling on that new Santa Fe, uh, Subaru Forester, some, some real traditional cars. And I think that's kind of the, the message of this year's LA Auto Show, is even as the industry really barrels towards electrification, the LA Auto Show is reminding us that the automakers are still investing a lot of time and attention in these more traditional cars. Is that a trend that you, that you think will, I mean, obviously the push has been toward electrification. We've seen that all across the board from all the manufacturers. But is there still a niche, is there still a place for, for more, I don't know, traditionally aspirated vehicles? I think there is, but, you know, we, we, we really like electric cars at, at Motor Trend, and mm -hmm. a lot of people say, oh, yeah, that's because you're, you're Californians, or we've been accused of being paid off by the Biden administration, <laughs> all kinds of things. But the truth is, we like electric cars because they are ridiculously fast, and because mm -hmm. they have these heavy batteries down on the floor, they handle really well. You know, they bring a, a new level of driving excitement. You're probably old enough to remember when a, a car that went, you know, zero to 60 in five seconds was a supercar, yeah. right? Yeah. Anything under six was pretty quick. Well, now we've had to readjust all our scales. I mean, you've got the, the F-150 Lightning. This thing is mm -hmm. a pickup truck that goes zero to 60 in four seconds <laughs> in complete silence. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Kia EV6 GT, I think we timed it in, if I remember, 3.2 seconds. 
you know, the performance is just ratcheting up so much. Personally, I find it really unfortunate that electric cars have become so politicized mm. because the truth is they have a lot of attributes that American drivers in particular like. You know, this really torquey feel, smooth driving. Uh, I spent a year driving an electric car called the Toyota Mirai, which actually gets its electricity not from battery but from a fuel cell. But it's still an electric powertrain. And, you know, when you have when you've lived like a month with a car that never changes gear, that smooth, silent flow of, of mm -hmm. power, and then you get into a gasoline car with an automatic transmission, every time it shifted, uh, uh, I just went, ugh. <laughs> Why do I have to be subjected to this? You know, the, the freedom from, from vibration and, and, and shifting is, is really nice. I hope a lot of Americans will, will give electric cars a chance and at least test drive them. You know, at this point, especially with the charging infrastructure where it is, the fast charging infrastructure, the, the technology still has some ways to go. But the way these electric cars drive is just phenomenal. <laughs> Aaron, I know our time is, is, is running short here. For folks that want to find out more about this year's Car of the Year, where can they go to get more information? Well, they can visit us on the web at motortrend.com. And also, very shortly, you'll be able to pick up our uh, Car of the Year issue at your local newsstand. That's Aaron Gold, Senior Editor at Motor Trend, talking about this year's Motor Trend Car of the Year, the 2024 Toyota Prius. For this edition of In the Author's Voice, I'm Jeff Williams. Happy driving!